Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. How is everyone this evening on Blog Talk? I'm so excited about this evening. This evening is our Monday night, second Monday of the month, where we will be having Pastor Servant Troy Thomas on our Facebook Live broadcasting as well as on Blog Talk. I'm just ready to see what God has in store for us on tonight. So I'm asking everybody to mute your phones. If you are not the one speaking on tonight or you're not speaking at the time, please mute your phone. If you are a part of the service, it's okay to unmute your phones. I will be the host for Pastor Servant Troy Thomas on tonight on Blog Talk. He will be conducting his service on Facebook Live as we're waiting for him to set up. I'm excited about being able to receive on tonight. You all get your pens, paper, book, pads, tablets, iPads, whatever it is you have that you are listening to, looking at, as well as recording the message on tonight. God is such a good God. God is such a God that will cause us to be ready, willing, and able to do what he has for us to do, to receive what he has for us to receive on tonight. I'm just ready to just hear the man of God because I know God is doing a marvelous thing in the land. All we have to do is be willing to receive it. I know that God is doing what only God can do. And God is doing in our lives what only we let him do because he's going to do his work, but sometimes we get in the way. Yeah, yeah, I know what I mean. Sometimes we get in God's way. So if I if I'm, if I'm can ask you to just throw your hands up, repent, tell God you're sorry, ask God to please, I forgive you of every sin, to please redirect your mind, redirect your heart, redirect your attention back to him, back to the throne, back to working for the kingdom. Because when God is for you, God is more than a real addition. So I'm saying to just ask God to forgive you on tonight and just do what God has asked you to do as far as his assignment. Not no one else's assignment, but his. So let me check to see if the man of God is on the line and if he's ready. Pastor Troy Thomas, are you on the line tonight? I am. I am on the line. Give me one, one, one moment. I'm, I am I got called into a meeting. And the meeting okay. is okay, well, uh, 60 seconds. ready to go. I'll keep ministering. You're going to do Facebook Live too, correct? I'm I'm setting it up as we speak right now. Okay, well, go ahead, Pastor. Once you get started, just start talking. So as I was okay. saying, we as Christians, we have to stay focused and stay on assignment. I'm not saying we're not going to get side-eyed. Yes, we can get side-eyed off and on, but when you do catch yourself drifting, I'm saying immediately repent. When you catch yourself looking, wishing, willing, going, and falling off assignment, 
I'm asking you to just get before God immediately and ask him to forgive you and redirect you. Ask him to be the light unto your feet. Ask him to be your guidance. Ask him to be your leader. I'm just saying, Pastor Troy, you might want to mute your phone. I'm just saying that um, we're in a place where we're asking God for so much. We're looking for God to do so much for us, but we're not willing to participate. Mm. We're not willing to do what God has asked us to do. You know, we, we, we know that he's our father. We call him daddy, and we know that he's our Lord. But a lot of times we want to put on the front of that sugar daddy. Y'all, y'all help me on tonight. I'm just being honest. We got to stop looking at God as he gives me everything and we're not required to do anything. We're required to be a ready pistol. We're required to be a child of God. We're required to hold up our end of assignment. We're required to stay focused and on assignment. There's requirements. Stop looking for God to, uh, you want him to dot every I and cross every T, and you don't even want to put a capital letter at the beginning of the sentence. Mm -hmm. You don't even want to uh, ask for forgiveness. You just want to go in and say, Lord, I need, Lord, I got to have. God, if only you do, if only you can, if only you will, God, if you just show me. No, we don't come in saying, God, show me what I need to do. Show me what I'm supposed to do. I've been finding myself lately before I go to sleep and I begin to pray and talk with God. I say, God, show me in my dreams what my next assignment is. Uh, God, show me in my dreams where I'm falling short. Yes. God, show me where I am and where I need to be. God, show me, because, see, I don't want to get to the end and find out I wasn't a good and faithful servant. I don't want to get to the end and find out I didn't do something right. You know, when you have a desire, you say, God, if something happened today, I don't believe I'm ready, uh-huh, that's the time you need to be asking God to show you. Show you where you left something undone. Show you where you forgot to ask for forgiveness. Show where you forgot to give forgiveness. Show you where you forgot and say, God, let me decrease that you may increase. Let me get out your way so that you can make a way, have a way, and show all of us the way. When we get to that place, we can start saying, God, show me me. Mm. You know how we say when people show you who they are, believe it? We got to get to the place we say, God, show me me. And you better believe what God showed you. Not something like it. Not kind of like it. Not what it used to be. God, show me where I, where I still am operating. Show me where I've started operating. Show me where I need to be operating. Start asking God to show you yourself. I, I'm just ready to hear what the man of God has for us on tonight because I know one thing part of showing us ourselves. It's going to be a part of God revealing something to 
I haven't talked to the man of God or anything, but I know this word is going to edify us. I believe it's going to be some meat for us on tonight. Some of you all are going to get a little milk, but I know somebody, if you're listening and you're listening for real, for God to share with your heart, get ready to be served up a seven-course meal, some meat, appetizer, all the way through to dessert. God is going to reveal something for us tonight. We won't have any excuse after tonight, saints. We won't have an excuse. I'm going to say, if you say it like I do, start first in me, oh God. Expose me so that you can have your way in my life, that I can be a blessing to the body of Christ, not alone with just somebody of Christ. Pastor, are you ready? I am ready, and I am also Facebook Live at the moment. For all those that want to join on the Facebook Live, we are on Facebook Live. Um, thank God for the opportunity once again to share with God's people, uh, the opportunity to share what God has given us, and we pray that it will be a uh, a light to your path. It will be an encouragement and an outline <clears throat> so that we can gain victory where we need it. God is a good God. He's ready to be praised. He's a wonderful Savior. And I want to share. I won't be long, but I will share with you what God has given us. If you don't mind, can we say a word of prayer? Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We give your name the praise. Father, we thank you for other opportunity to share with your people what you have given us. And Father, we thank you that all traps, that Father, everything that tries to bring hindrance is bound in Jesus' name. Now, Father, our ears are open, our hearts are open, our minds are open to receive all that you have for us. And Father, for this we give you glory, for this we give you praise, for you are a wonderful Savior. And Father, for this we say thank you. Anoint our voice, anoint our mind, anoint our speech, anoint your word. And Father, that we will go forward, we will stretch out and receive and never be the same again. And Father, for this we give you glory, for this we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, thank God. And amen. God bless you. Once again, thank you for joining me uh, via Facebook Live, as well as uh, Blog Talk Radio. Thank God for Apostle-elect, the leader of this great um, Blog Talk Radio, and her uh, assistant pastor, as I say, <laughs> Minister Sylvia uh, Kaiser-Wright, uh, my family and my cousin. It's, a, it's an honor and privilege to share things, time, and space with your family and that they trust in God in you. Amen. Praise God. If you can, I'm going to talk for a few moments. I want to talk about I'm out this, I'm out this entertainment. Uh, I'm out. I'm out this and I want to talk. I want to talk specifically about this particular thing. And I had a couple of scriptures that I was dealing with, and uh, one. And but I, uh, God told me to kind of stick with a particular one. I'm gonna stick with a particular one, so that we can get what it is that God wanted to say. God bless all that on here. As you come in on Facebook Live, come on, wave back at me, Pastor Ladaska Frank, uh, the missionary Veronica uh, Miranda, as I think her name, you know. Uh, Evangelist Janine Wilmer, you know, she was out, out of uh, yeah, Wilmer, she was out singing last night, amen, put God put feedback back on you. All right, Christopher, uh, God bless you, <laughs> Landfair, uh, what a blessing it is to be guys to join us. If you come in to do me a favor, can you share this? This is going to be um, a little different, and yes, if we're going to hear from God. God bless you, uh, even Missionary White is on here. God bless you, Missionary. Uh, <laughs> Exodus, the 14th chapter, I'm going to start with the first verse. Um, go to the 13th verse. My cousin, George Rander, the 16th, is on here. Uh, once they, 
anybody knows about the ski bears, we got like 16 Georgians that's going on. <laughs> but thank God for my family that's on here. Um, I, uh, a, a, a little while ago, we, we saw on TV, we saw that uh, 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 her name is Jada Pickett-Smith was talking about how she got involved in an entanglement. She talked about how she had got herself caught up in a situation, even as a married woman, and found herself lacking. I know, right, 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 right. And in the midst of it, it became such a passful and, and tumultuous situation. And so then, um, as God was talking to God the other day, he began to talk about some things that were going on, and God was saying that a lot of my people are entangled in situations. A lot of my people are entangled in mentality. A lot of our people are entangled when it comes to um, situations in their life. And God said, I want to speak a word of encouragement. I want to speak a word of freedom to the people of God to let them know there is a way out of your, that, that entanglement. So do me a favor as you're on here on Facebook Live with me. All of those that are on here, type in the comment section, God said there's a way out of this entanglement. Or just put type, there's a way out of this entanglement. There's a way out of this entanglement. Exodus, the 14th chapter, I got another scripture I want to share with you as well. Um, but Exodus, the 14th chapter, and the first verse says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pyaratha between Migadol and the sea, over against Baal's of fine, before it shall be ye encamped by the sea. For Pharaoh was safe of the children of Israel. They are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. Once again, third verse says, For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, and the wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord, and they did so. And it was told to the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the, the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants were turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel from serving us? And he made ready his chariots and took, he took his people with him, and he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt, and the captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them, all the horses, the chariots of Pharaoh, and his horsemen, and his army, and overtook them and camped by the sea, besides Pahiratha, before Baal, Safan. And Pharaoh drew nigh the children of Israel, lifted up their eyes, and behold, Egyptians marched after them, and they were not sore, they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord and said unto Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, thou how hast thou taken us away in to die in the wilderness? Therefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt. It is not the word that we did not tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it has been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. The last verse says, and most of us the people, fear not, stand still. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, ye shall see again 
no more forever. So then once again, I want to talk about this entanglement. I want to talk about how it is it becomes an issue that become these particular situations and problems that we have entangled ourselves. We have entangled ourselves, and we have entangled ourselves with tradition. We have entangled ourselves, Bishop Green, we have entangled ourselves when it came to uh, people, a husband or a wife or or babies or boobs or baby mamas, baby daddies, or even with our children. We have figured in our life, even when it comes to old things. I talked about yesterday, I began to talk about curses. I began to talk about generational curses. And we have entangled ourselves even with generational curses that have been in our family. We call it tradition, but some of them are curses. Some of them are things that have caused us to lose and lack but we shall win. Come on, type in the comment section. Those that are on, on here, I am a winner. Why am I a winner? Come on, type in the comment section. I am a winner. Why am I a winner? Because God has made me a winner. Christ died, Elder uh, 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 Hubert, because so that I can be a winner. What uh, the thing is, the uh, Egyptian, the, 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 the children of Israel came out of Egypt by, after being bound for over 400 years. And so then this is what happened. They begin to take on the mentality of their slave masters. Uh, they, they begin to take on the, 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 the attributes and the habits of the slave masters. And then it, they, they begin to add it to the part of their life that it became a part of their normality. But how many know slavery is not a mentality? Come on. Give me some amens and some hearts and some thumbs if you hear me talking. That slavery is not a, it's not a place. Of freedom, it's not, it's not a normality. It's not where we should be. It's not where we should live. It's not where we should we, we should we should uh, 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 survive because God has made us free. The Bible says, "Who the Son sets free is free indeed." And the fact of the matter is, we have to understand that God has made us free. But Pastor Troy, why do you say that God He set us free? Because He came down from heaven. He came down from heaven, sitting on the right hand right hand side of His Father God, and came down to sacrifice His life. If you read in the particular chapter of John, he tells the people of God, he says, no man can take my life, but I lay my life down, which means he had the option to. It was his choice whether he does it or not. Even, he, even though he asked God, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. But the cup that, it was going, that, that was, he was drinking from was necessary. So then in the midst of this, we, we believe that what we do is a part of our life. We, we believe that we have to live beneath our privilege. We have to deal with stress. We have to de- deal with sickness. We have to deal with living beneath our privilege. We have to deal with anger and frustration. Just today I heard, I heard a situation where these young men, these, these young children are losing their minds. They set up a cop, and she's 24 years old, and they shot her nine times. Nobody knows why they shot her nine times, but they shot this young woman five times. And so then in the midst of it, we think the world that we live in, we have to walk in fear. But I came to tell you tonight that God has not given us the spirit of fear, Pastor Lonnie Davis, but he gave give us the spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. Somebody type in the comment section, I got the power. I got the power to overcome those things that say that I cannot do it. For the Bible declares to us, unto us that we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. And so then, therefore, we have the power. We have the authority. The Bible says that the power of life and death lies in our tongue. If we speak it, we believe it, we can walk in it. It's possible for me. I, the, 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 the Sisters sung a song that I, I expect a miracle every day, that God will make a way out of no way. If I believe and receive it, God will perform it today. Glory to God. I believe that in the miracle 
miracle that God is going to work it out for me. I don't have to be entangled in, 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 in anything, in any situation with anybody, in, 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 at my job, at my church, in, in, in my neighborhood, in my house, with my children. I don't have to be entangled. And so then here it is, uh, Pharaoh, uh, his people, they, they some haters and they mad because now they got to do their own work. Now they got to do some things for themselves. And so they're down there mad and said, why did we let them go? Well, we was living a certain kind of life. They were, they were working for us. We didn't have to do nothing. We were entitled. Glory to God. God is going to break the entitlement, the torture, and entanglement. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Thanks for that word, Father. Come on, type one more time. I know, Pastor, you keep saying this. Come on, type in the comment section. God's going to break the entanglement, the entitlement, and the torture. The entanglement, the entitlement, and the torture. The entanglement, the entitlement, and the torture. What you mean, Pastor Troy? Here we go. The, the, uh, the, 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 the Egyptians was torturing the, the Israelites. They were torturing them, enslaving them, and, and telling them they felt they were entitled to, to, to be slave masters. They were entitled for these to for the, for the other people to do their work and for them to reap the benefits. And so then they, the, the children of Israel felt entangled like they had to, or it was not going to work for this. God, uh, uh, God's going to do it. Hallelujah. God's going to do He's going to break the entanglement. He's going to break the entitlement. He's going to break the torture off of your life because he once again once again he has told us and says Galatians five and one says stand fast therefore in the liberty where wherewith God Christ has made us free be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage come on one more time Galatians five and one says stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith God Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage ah glory to God ah I don't have time to be entangled with somebody else's situation. I talked to a few, a few friends of mine, and they would, I was telling them that God told me don't take on somebody else's burdens. You take on somebody else's issues. And sometimes what we do is we, we take on other people's burdens and other people's issues, and then we don't know how to handle it. It becomes a stress and a bother for us. Yes, you've been hurt. Yes, you've been devastated. Yes, you've been through some things, but that's your burden to carry. Now, I may be able to pray for you, help pray you through. I may be able to encourage you. I may be able to push you, but it's not my job to take on your burden. The someone said, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. The Bible says, so that for us to take, off, take the yoke of God, take the burdens of Christ, take my yokes upon me and learn of me, for my yokes are easy and my burdens are like Christ, not ours. And so then what we do, we take on other people's issues and problems, and then it becomes an unnecessary weight in our life. I don't know about you, but I cannot be entangled again with somebody else. And what happens is, in taking on somebody else's situation, we become a hostage of their stuff. We become a hostage of their mentality. We become a, a hostage of their emotions. We become a, a, a hostage of what they said they cannot do because they speak out of their, out of their mouth. They speak out of their mind. They speak out of everything around them. What is impossible? But I come to tell you tonight that you have the ability to do everything that you say that you can do. If you believe it, you can receive Glory to God. So then here it is, the children of Israel, as they begin to get by the, by the, by the Red Sea, they got mad. They, they felt like, uh, uh, why did we get here? Because here comes Pharaoh. Here comes his army. They're coming to kill us. We told you, Pharaoh, to leave us alone while we was already in, in bondage. I don't know about you, but sometimes we've become comfortable in bondage. We become comfortable in the lack thereof. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have a few of my Kojic friends on here, and they'll tell you that back in the day in the Kojic time, they told you that living an impoverished life was living a holy life. 
Once again, they believed living an impoverished life was living a holy life because uh, things would, would cause you to sin and to miss God. But I believe that the God I serve has told me that I'm the head and not the tail, that I'm above and not beneath, that I'm the lender and not the father, that I can do all things. That watch them to be given given and shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom for the same measure that you be that shall be measured unto you again. So with the same measure that I'm giving out, I should be receiving that same measure again. Come on. And I got a few on there to tell you. So then, but we found out that that was an error. So then, they, uh, I, I, that, that was an entanglement. That was a place of bondage. But I don't live no longer in the place of bondage anymore. So then, we've been entangled. So let me go back to what I was saying earlier, talking about Jada Pickett-Smith. She got involved with a young boy. She got, she got her P-Y-T. And that P-Y-T kind of turned her out a little bit, and her husband began to feel some kind of way. So say, Pastor Troy, well, how would you talk about that? Let me take you to another scripture. Let me take you to John, the fourth chapter, and the 16th verse. When Jesus is talking to the woman by the well, the woman of Samaria, and he says, Jesus said unto, unto her, go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, thou hast, said, hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast is not, is, thou not oh, sorry, for, for he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. And that said thou truly. What's the point, Pastor Troy? That we get entangled with people that we ain't got no business being entangled with. Now listen, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we begin to talk about situations in our life that we put ourselves in, and we want to blame other people. We want to point at other people, say what they did not do, what happened to them, what they said, what they got us into. But a lot of times God has already warned us because the Bible says warning comes before destruction. But we don't heed the warning. We don't heed the instruction because we get so involved in how much we love. They make me feel some kind of way. Uh, and, we, and then we get, to, we get to doing things, grown folks things, and we get stuck on the grown folks things and not the character or, or the principle of the life that they live. And we get stuck at the grown folk position and, and don't see the bigger picture of what's going on. That's what we get. I, I tell my girls every time I talk to them, at this time in your life, you should enjoy life. Time's going to come when time for you to be married. Time's going to come when you can, for you to have a family. But right now, you have to mature. And a lot of us in our 40s and 50s and 30s and 60s, and we have not yet begun to mature because we are entangled trying to live a life that we once lived in our 20s. Come on, talk to me, somebody. We, we, I, I've never seen so many women walk around with dresses that their 20-plus-year-old daughters are wearing. I just like to dress. I, I, I'm telling you, they're looking for attention. Uh, I'm going to lose somebody here. They're looking for attention that they claim they don't want. They're looking for, uh, 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 they're looking for a boo and a beggar, trying to find a bear and a boo to look for them. And they get mad, Captain Nancy, because they, they, they find a boo for a moment, but they can't hold on to the boo because they're trying to live a life that's not meant for them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The Bible says, when I was a child, I did what? I spake as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Guess what I am not going to do? I'm not putting the same clothes that I am for. I'll be 49 this year. I'm not putting on the clothes I put on at, at 29 or at 19 or at 39 because for this moment I have surpassed that time. Yes, I know that the, 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 the fashion and stuff changes, but where is the adulthood? Why are we still entangled with our youth and our youth is over? Uh, 
Come on, talk to me. Why are we still entangled in a life that we did not live in our 20s and we're trying to catch up for where we were back then? That time is over. Glory to God. Just like the Israelites, that time in, 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 uh, in slavery was over. And just because they're trying to present itself doesn't mean that you have to accept it. Uh, Moses told them, the Bible declares, that the enemy that you see today, you will see no more if you trust and believe God. The Bible declares that the old things said bye-bye. Come on there. Y'all don't want to have no church. That's what my bishop would say. That's what my pastor would say. Y'all don't want to have no church. Come on. T- type in the comment section. The old things are bye-bye. Old things are passed away, Pastor Murphy, and behold, all things have become new. My mentality is new. I look at things differently. I hear things differently. I speak differently because I'm no longer entangled in a position of where I used to be. So then we have to tell ourselves, we have to, we have to, we have to remind ourselves, I'm not that person anymore. I know sometimes people want to bring up your past. My brother said this, uh, our prophet Antoine Thomas, he said he's went to a church, and he said, and the Lord told him to cut his hair. Everybody knew Antoine had a braid, looked like a Mexican. You know what I'm saying? He had a braid down there. He said, he said he felt like when he was singing and he was preaching, he shake his head with his braid in his head. He gave six more hallelujahs and six more thank you, Jesus. And so then he went to the church that he was praying for, and guess what he did? He began to, he cut his hair, and the pastor came to him and said, I got used to you seeing you with your hair braided. He said, God spoke to him and said, be careful of people that used to seeing you how you were. Come on. Be careful of people that used to seeing you where you were, where you live, where you talk, where you abide, and because you're not there anymore. I tell people all the time, you have every right to live in my past. But you're going to be there alone. Y'all don't want to have no church. Uh, you have every right to live in my past. I'm not there. You're going to be there by yourself. You might not be there with some more haters. You might be there with some more doubting folks. You might be there with some more jealous people. But it's going to be y'all. I won't be there. It's like going to a funeral and nobody or, or no action. It's where the, the person's body at. There's nobody there. That means that they're still living. Guess what? My past is gone. It's there. I'm living in a new place. Yeah. Ooh, I felt a dance in my foot. Uh, I, I'm not living in that old place no more. I, 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 that's dead. It said bye-bye. I'm living someplace I've never lived before. I'm walking in a place I never walked before. I'm singing in a place I never sung before. I'm hearing. I'm seeing. I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm abiding in a new place because all things I've happened. I'm no longer entangled. I don't move forward. I don't know about you. I feel the Holy Ghost power. I don't know about you, but I'm no, I'm no longer entangled even with myself. My father would often say, it's not the inner me, it's the inner me that's holding me up. Uh-huh. It's the inner me. It's my own mentality. It's my own excuses. It's like everybody got an excuse for everything. I, I don't clean my house because I ain't got time. Lie. You need to make time to clean your house. Uh-huh. I, listen, the Bible declares that the Holy Ghost would not dwell in an unclean temple. That's why they pinned this particular saying that cleanliness is next to godliness. I've never seen so many saints of God whose house is filthy, their cars are filthy, and their lives are filthy. Oh, Lord Jesus. I've never seen so many saints in the church or people that go to church that do more than what I see as ministers. I know somebody going to feel some kind of way, but this is my life. I'm seeing what the Lord telling me to tell you. We're entangled. We're trying to live in the world. Uh, the Bible says we are, we are in this world, but not of this world. But we try to be in this world and of this world and be in Christ at the same thing. Now, the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, he or she is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, hello, all things become new. Because if you 
removed and be wrapped up and be held hostage by old things and say, I'm a new creature. Well, I've been talking long enough, and I said I wasn't going to talk in a long time. I just can't really let you know that the reason that, the, and guess what, uh, Israel began to walk in fear. The Bible says he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love power and of a sound mind. So then in the midst of this, I, I can't be afraid of what my past held, of what my past brought to me once before. I'm no longer, I, you may have been molested. You may have been raped. You, you, may have, you may have been fondled. You may have been uh, uh, talked about. You may have been, in some situations in your life, you may have been robbed. You may have been mistreated. You may have been singled out. You may have been bullied. You, you may have been pushed. You may have been beat up. You, you, may have, you may have lost things in your life prior, but you have a, another opportunity to win. You have another opportunity to leave that old place and come to a new position because the entanglement is now broken. Glory to God. The entanglement is now broken. So I came to encourage you tonight. I came to you to encourage to let you know that all things are now possible in your life. If you never know it, never know it before, you know it now. That you have a new lease on life as of this very moment, as of this very day. Here it is, May 8th, 2023. You have another opportunity to walk in the new place. The Bible the song says, I want to be a follower of Christ. I want to walk in the newness of him. So just let me be a follower of Christ. We say, what do I have to do? Glory to God. What do I have to say? How do I have to walk each and every day? Tell me what does it cost to carry my cross. Just let me be a follower of Christ. And in my following of Christ, he's going to break off the entanglements and the place of hostage and slavery that once held you in in a losing position. And you are no longer, I'm not a loser. Even uh, uh, Jeffy Jackson says, I am somebody. I am the king's kid. I am a royal priest here. I am, I am above and not beneath. I am who God says I am. Glory to God. Thank you once again for joining Pastor Troy Thomas here on Blog Talk Radio as well as Facebook Live. Come on, type in the comment section. The entanglements are broken. Come on. Come on, type in the comment section. The entanglements are broken. The entanglement in my mind. The entanglement in my heart. Entanglement in my soul. Entanglement in my body. Even with sickness, the entanglement, the, uh, the, those, those curses of my, of my family. Uh, uh, I, told my, I told my body that heart disease is stopped here. The curse stopped here. The generational curses stopped here. The lust and the cheating and, and, and the selfishness and the lies stopped here. I know it, it won't go no further. It's broken with me, and it will go no further. It is broken. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The entanglements are broken. I love you. Thank God for you joining me. If you can't give me some hearts and some stuff, if you are able, come on, hit that, hit that share button. Come on. Hit the share button. Come on. Hit that share button for me. Come on. Hit this button. Let me know that you are here with Pastor Troy. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The entanglements are broken. Amen. Ooh, every now and again I do this and I'm going to allow you to, if you'd like to sow a seed into Pastor Troy's life, there he is. Cash out. Dollar sign, Troy 7. Amen. Praise God. Dollar sign, Troy 7. If you enjoyed this tonight, come on, sow a seed, be a blessing. This is good ground. Anybody know me? No, I, I am who I am. 
And they say, I is who I'm here. I am who I am. I'm God's child. I don't play games when it comes to Christ. I thank God for you for joining me. I thank God for you for sharing. God bless you. Once again, if you would like to sow a seed, there it is at the tag. My zeal is my phone number, uh, 708-595-4843. Amen. 708-595-4843. Want to be a blessing? It's an opportunity for you to be a blessing. I thank you so very much. Once again, this is this is good ground to sow in. Good ground to sow in. Amen. Let me put them both on there. Amen. Thank you so very much for being, for wanting to be a blessing. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. And you. Amen. Minister Sylvia, are you taking over? Yes, I am. I had to get my phone off of me. I thank God for Pastor Sylvia Troy on tonight. Thank God for you. Okay, he has muted. But he was doing his closing remarks on Facebook Live. If you want to be a blessing to Pastor Troy Thomas, you can hit him up on his cash app at dollar sign, capital T-R-O-Y, capital S-E-V-E-N, that's Troy 7. If you would like to hit him up on his Zelle, that is his phone number is 708-595-4843. I thank God for the man of God on tonight who has really blessed us with letting us know there is a way out of the entanglement. You don't have to stay there. There is a way out. If you have anything you would like to say tonight about the program, you can tune in right now by unmuting your phone and speaking on Blog Talk. The lines are open. Amen. I was trying to give someone else an opportunity to speak. Um, I want to thank Pastor Troy for his words of encouragement and even him reminding us about something that appears to be um, not understood. When he talked about dressing as an adult, um, it really is, it goes back to the adorning and the attire to bring attention to yourself and the things that we did as young kids. And I thank him for reminding us of that because um, many, like you said, of the 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and even 90-year-olds are um, trying to dress like maybe they weren't allowed to dress when they were 15 and 17. I mean, I wasn't allowed to wear jeans for a very long time, and as soon as I went to college or I would get out the house, I would break out my jeans and, and put them on because I wasn't allowed to, but it, it wasn't because it was for 16-year-olds, it was just because that was what uh, my family, uh, my mom and dad didn't want us in them, so I thank him for reminding us how important it is to uh, allow God to use us as elders 
their words of Zion, you know, the women of Zion, the women in the upper room, the, the women that uh, the younger people can go to, the women that are in the upper room. I mean, there's so many assignments with intercessory prayer, and I'm going to close it out with this. What really made his message stand out to me because it stood on the shoulders of something that someone else had said to me. They said, Cecilia, I go to so-and-so's church. And they said, you want to know what bugs me? She said, the person sitting next to me is all deep speaking in tongue and speaking in tongue. And then she goes, and then every every Sunday they're on the altar. And I thought uh, to myself, I said, well, if every Sunday God is delivering them from something new, then that's all right that they're at the altar all the time. But her point was is that they weren't uh, mature enough or maturing in God and the way they were acting because they were so deep. They were so deep in God, but yet it appeared that they were so young in um, life. And I was like, okay, God, I thank you for her reminding me of that because I remember when Bishop Hilton years ago had told some of the members at the church, he said, can you all repent at your seat, please? He said, because you're so busy crowding the altar and you're supposed to already be saved that the new sinners can't get to the altar. He said, "Uh, can you please just allow them, the new people, to be saved. But it was. It would be where the new people couldn't get to the altar because we were in a small church because so many of the older uh, people were getting there. And I just thank God for reminding us that some of those entanglements and some of those things that we're being caught up in, it's not just traditional. It's some people are doing stuff to be seen. So whether it's the way you dress, the way you talk, the way you act, Whatever it is, lift up Jesus so that he can draw all men unto him. That's the main thing. Lift up Jesus so that he can draw all men. Let's preach the gospel for real. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, thank you. Amen, amen. Yes, thank you, Pastor. Is there anyone anyone else at this time would like to speak? Okay, well, I'm going to say, Pastor, I thank you for that because we do have a lot of people that are wearing um, outfits or saying things, doing things, or walking a certain way because they're doing it out of they need attention. We call them the attention getters. So I just want to say, God, I thank you for keeping us focused, having us to have a mindset to want to be focused. Let us be focused on God breaking those bad habits of entanglement, regardless of how we got there. But as the man of God said on tonight, there's a way out. God is going to break that thing. All we have to do is just let him. I thank God for what the man of God. (laughs) Ooh, Lord, that was a lot. Like he said, if you can't say amen, say ouch. Or if he says something, just say, oops, I know not to do that one no more. That's not that's not going to be a repeat, a do-over. So I'm going to ask again, is there anyone at this time would like to have a comment on something that the man said on tonight, the man of God said, that you please speak now?
Okay, we would like to say thank you for tuning in on our Monday night blog talk and Facebook Iron Sharpening Iron Smile 3E Radio. We want to say thank you for tuning in. We will be back here on next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be ministering in place of Minister Margo McCord. And I would like for you to all to tune in and share. Please keep an eye on my Facebook page for our postings of Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk, and Facebook Ministries. I would like to say uh, we would be back here on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be your minister for that night, minister of service, Minister Sylvia Kaiser also. Please tune in to see what God will have for me to share with you all because we know that this uh, ministry right here is anointed and appointed and is designed by God. We want you to come back on Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear from our very own Apostle-elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, our overseer. We want you all to know that um, she will be bringing forth a powerful word of God that is going to bless you. You can start your week off by hearing what God has put in her belly to release to us. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you would like to have a prayer line you can call in on, Pastor Linda Handy has a prayer line at 605-313-4818, 605-313-4818. Her access code is 641-147. Access code is 641-147. There is also another ministry line with Sister Carmen. You can call in also on 605-313-4284. 605-313-4284. Her access code is 528 228 2607. I want to remind you all that God is still on the throne. And at this time, we're going to hear from the man of God from his closing remarks and anything that he wants to share with us as an extra token of breaking the entanglement. Pastor, is back in your hands. Thank you so, so very much for for listening and, and joining in. Uh, it's always an honor to speak to God's people. And not just saying that, you know, because sometimes people don't got to hear what you got to say. Sometimes people listen, sometimes people ain't listening, but it's okay either way. <laughs> um, I was laughing at uh, uh, the possibly lectures, and we couldn't win no, we couldn't win no James back then. Yeah, that, that that was our family, you know, our family thing. You know, don't they said don't wear no britches, don't wear no britches, don't wear no earbuds, you know, wear nothing pertaining to a man. You know, what the Bible says yeah. is, we come into the light, we walk there, and we thank God for wisdom, we thank God for the ability. Is to to have a better understanding for the Bible and all that getting get an understanding, and I thank God for that for that ability. And um, I was I, God, I, that just came out of nowhere about us trying to live in the place of of an old place, you know, what I'm saying of our younger days. And I mean, you know, nobody want to be old 
and decrepit and do <laughs> But as time go on, time makes things older. And as time go along, we should mature. As time go along, we should be better. We should think better. We should act better. We should look better. I was talking to my baby girl for on Saturday. It's her birthday, and she was dead. She just she had her hair a certain kind of way, and uh, she was feeling some kind of. I was like, oh no, no, baby, you can't go outside with this looking like this. You know what I'm saying? Because I think when and I I talked to her. She said, but still, had the same discussion with her that I had with my other girls. When they go outside the house, I look a certain kind of way because I'm representing you guys and myself, and we have to represent. I've never seen so many Christians say representing God, but looking more worldly than anything. And I understand the world dictates to us um, our fashion, you know what I'm saying? But it does not dictate to us how we wear the fashion. I was telling uh, Sister Mel, we was laughing at we, we, while we were at celebrating Isla's birthday on Saturday. <clears throat> I said, I've never seen so many crop top shirts in my life. And you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, uh, I, remember, I remember that song I made as a joke a long time. They said, they make your size, don't mean you put it on. I want to I want to play that song. <laughs> one, they're lying, they're lying. One size don't fit all. They're not being honest. They just want you to buy it. Yeah. So, so then in the so then in the midst of it, we 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 put ourselves in the position for people to look at us a certain kind of way. I tell my girls, you know, a, if you look a certain kind of way, that's how the young man going to approach you. Yeah, I'm if, not saying that it's okay. But it's understandable that if you got everything so tight, you can see every every dent, every devil. And you know, I, I understand women have shapes, and sometimes you can't hide your shapes. I understand that. But we have so many people in the that's 35 and 40, 45 and 55 plus that they clothes so tight, it look like it's been painted on. I'm like, gee, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At some point, where does the maturity kick in and say, you know, I have a shape, my shape is going to show. But I'm going to wear it in a modest manner to show my maturity, to show that I am I am more than my booty and my beauty. And sometimes it ain't the beauty; it's just the booty. I never seen that. Okay, you know. I, I you better preach. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of them ain't as cute as they think they are. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, they have to show their body; they won't get no action at all. But uh, I mean, it, but it, even these young men, they I, I saw we were going to pick up London today. From school, you know what I'm saying. So she was coming home from school today. Today was her last or our last day at, at the school, and young, these two young men were uh, walking across the street downtown. We were on State Street in Congress, and uh, that boy pants was so far under his butt. I almost want to say, what's the purpose of having the pants on? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. I understand fashion. I understand, but at some point. We have to mature in what we do purposely. Um, yeah. Apostle Sandra Thomas would tell us, she say, certain things that you do now, you have to do it purposely. So if you lack somewhere you, or you miss some things, so now your new task is to do it purposely, which means you, 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 you're targeting it. You're making sure that you're doing it so that you can make sure that it becomes a part of your life on a routine or, or, or on, 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 on purpose. She would say all the time, do it on purpose, love on purpose. Hug on purpose, kiss on purpose, give on purpose, obey on purpose, praise on purpose, worship on purpose. Do it on purpose. And so then we have to do the same thing. We have to do things on purpose. If we say we go to church, we shouldn't be on Facebook or, or social media with drinks in our hand, with weed in our hand. And you got more posts with the alcohol than you got in the church. Then yeah. you're in church shouting and dancing, speaking in tongues like uh, a possibly like the lady. 
Uh, she said, why every Sunday she up at the, she's speaking in tongues, but every Sunday she at the altar? Ain't no room for the people that need to be at the altar and so full of the saints. When the yeah. saints should be the ones praying the ones that need to come to the altar, oh, why they don't, they, we should be praying them through, pushing them. Come on, you can do it. Come on, let go. Come on, let God do it. Come on, stay encouraged. Yeah. Keep pushing. But we can't we can't encourage nobody because we need more encouragement than the people that, that don't go to church. That's it, Pastor. Instead of pushing them through, we're pushing them out the way. Right, exactly, exactly. Instead of pushing them through, we put, hey, my turn. Like, you up here every Sunday. Like, y'all remember on uh, Fighting Temptation? What's her name, Sister Ann? She say, why she got to always fall in the street on the floor, right here in the middle of the aisle? You know, every Sunday she got to fall in the floor. Remember she was and outside, she fell out of the street on the floor, so yeah. they stepped on it. Uh, she yeah. almost tripped up like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? So that, we so busy in the flow. Right. We so busy in the flow with the same stuff. We're talking be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Yeah. Jesus knows yeah. what he was talking about again. You keep going mm-hmm. back to the same thing over and over and over again. I know yeah. we all been guilty of going back to the same thing a few times, but Jesus Christ, when yeah. we come into the knowledge and say, okay, then, that's enough of that. Kick rock. Anybody, yeah. anybody time who say, oh, my oh my Lord, it's a fire. Like, anybody got time for that? You know, at some point, we got to do something different. So That's so true, Pastor. That's what that's so we, we have to encourage. We have to encourage people, encourage ourselves, encourage those in our household, in our neighborhood, in our family, that we don't have to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That we have the opportunity to be free. But the Bible says, "Who the Son sets free is really free indeed." If we want to be free, so that's what we have to encourage uh, everybody to do. So I thank God. I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it. I'm glad that God was able to talk to us and for us to get instructions because God is a good God and He is worthy to be. Praise. I love you guys. I appreciate you so very much. Uh, we are yet praying for Auntie Margot, Margot McCoy, that she gets better, that, that God touches her heart, her mind, and her body, and that the God subsides the pain. And I'm also asking y'all pray for Demelva. She's going through some, uh, some things, you know. Uh, she has a, She's dealing with a little bit of fibromyalgia. I just told her she's just an old geezer now, so you know, you know, uh, you know, she's looking like walking around like Ezel, my neck and my back. You know what I'm saying? If I can sell out right, I can put right now for a four-day draw break. But you know, you know, we know the devil comes to discourage us and try to get on our nerves and bother us about things. And so we have to keep press, pressing and keep praying. And I also, I, I'm praying for the Stanley. I'm praying for Sandy Senior and Stanley Junior. Uh, I'm also praying for Brandon and his wife and his twins. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for Juan. I'm praying for Pinky. I'm praying for T. I'm praying. I'm praying for them. I'm praying for our family. Uh, I'm praying for Demetrius, Felicia, Regina. You know what I'm saying? I'm praying yeah. for Peaches, Paul, uh, uh, Demetrius. I mean, uh, uh, Tremaine and, and Devon and, and Kia. I'm, I'm, praying, I'm praying. I'm praying for our family. I'm praying. I, I was. I was listening to Jesse Campbell today. I'm listening to the boy is gifted to sing. And his father was one of the greatest preachers ever to be born in this world. And his children are not interested in Christ like that. But nobody but his mm-hmm. daughter. But his sons are not interested. And I say, God, why is that? Why would they let, why would they let such a legacy of a, of a man of God just surpass them to that magnitude? And, and God told me that sometimes we allow the devil to let us hold on to hurt so long that we miss out mm-hmm. with all we've been promised mm-hmm. of. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That we allow the devil to rob us of what has been promised to us. That we don't have yeah. to work for it, really. It's already been promised to us. Right, right. But but certain, certain entitlements is we, we supposed to have. We entitled to victory. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. We're entitled to peace. Yeah. Glory to God. We're yeah. we entitled to God's favor. We're entitled yeah. to, to, to live above our, our privilege. We're, we're entitled to those things. Yeah. Right? Because we are the king's kid. And I say, Lord, help us today. Help us, Father. Help. I begin to pray for the young man. I mean, he, he's older than me. And I said, Lord, let whatever you have to do, because I know, I know for a fact he's supposed to be the pastor of the church, his father, and, his, and not only is his father pastor, but his grandfather pastor. Yeah. It, that, that, that matter was supposed to have been passed down to a Campbell. Amen. Not to somebody on the outside. So I'm praying for him, yeah, and I'm praying yeah. for all those that I named, that God would, that God would prick their hearts, that would prick their souls, and whatever it takes. That they come to know what Christ is and they live the life that they're supposed to live, not the life that they choose to live. Amen. So, uh, amen. Uh, so we go, we're, we're close with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. For Father, we know that we don't no longer have to be entangled. So, Father, we have the right to be free and to stay free and to live a freedom of life. And Father, we give you glory. Yes, we give you praise that every entanglement, for whatever reason it is, for whatever excuse it is, for whatever setup it has been, break it, that break we it live on. in a place that is broken, and not only just broken, but broken asunder and destroyed. Yeah. yeah. That it never returns. There's no space. Yeah. There's no place. There's no mentality. Yeah. There's no, there's no yeah. remembrance. And, Father, we thank you that when you, like you throw our sins in a seal of forgetfulness and you remember no more. Father, we don't remember those entanglement positions. So that we they, they become attractive to us no more. That the taste is out of our mouth. The taste is out of our mind. The taste is out of our souls and in our spirit. And Father, that we move forward and we listen to the bye bye. Glory to God. That we listen to the bye bye. Old things are passed away. They mean they bye bye. They gone. And that Father, we reach and we move forward in you with peace, with joy, with your favor. And Father, for this we give you glory. For this we give you praise. Right now, in Jesus, Father, I pray now for our apostle-elect, Father, that she lead this ministry, that, Father, that your anointing be on it, and, Father, that it should go national, glory to God, that it should go national and worldwide, and, Father, that that opportunity, that, Father, somebody's going to listen, and, Father, that executive, Father, that, 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 that producer, Father, that, that, that those, those people that's in that world will say this is something that needs to go abroad. It needs to go to China. It needs to go to India. It, 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 needs, it needs to go to Bolivia. It needs to go to Germany. It needs to go to Italy, Father. It needs to go to Hawaii, Father. It needs to go to Alaska, Father. That it touches the world from every corner of this world, and Father, we yeah. thank you. We glorify you. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your glory that be upon it, and Father, we thank you for the lineage that set us up. Hallelujah. We didn't want to be set up, but Father, we thank you for the lineage that set us up, the seabury lineage that set us up to walk in the place of salvation. And Father, for this we give you glory, and I pray now that you touch. Sylvia's body, touch, you touch Renee's body from the yeah, crown of her head to the sole of her feet. Satan, you a liar. We expose you. We see what you're trying to do, but yeah. you a liar. You a liar. You're bound yeah. right now. We speak yeah. healing from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. Mm-hmm. And Father, now yeah. that you're touching her body, we're touching the area, we're touching the region, we're touching her household, we're touching everybody that's in, that's, 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 and that's connected to her right now in Jesus' name, that you touch everybody in the Seabury family, from, from the top to the bottom, from the youngest, from the oldest to the youngest, for the all connections, in the Thomas family, yes. in the Kaiser family. We touch and we yes. speak right now in Jesus' name, in the Dickens family, right now in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, we give you praise, Father, we know that you are more than able, and we thank you for your ability. Thank you, God. 
and that you pass your blessings down to us. And, Father, we give you glory. We speak the blood of Jesus over everything in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits, in our bodies, in in our mind, in our brain, in our blood vessels, in in our pancreas, in our heart vessels, in in our arteries, Father, in our toes, in our fingers, in our legs, in our thighs, in our shins. Father, right now, in our hair, in our ears, in our eyes, in our mouth. In our tongue, in our nose, in our respir- in our respiratory oh, system, we yes, speak it right now in the, the blood, the blood, right the blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood, what, what, what yes, can God. wash away our sins? Glory to God. Yes, Nothing blood, but the blood, blood of What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood. blood. Thank you for your blood. blood. We give you glory. We give you praise. We speak blood. We speak the blood yes, of Jesus God. in our finances. Glory to God. In our finances. Yes, right now, Father, in Jesus' name, that Father, finances will begin to come from everywhere, from every corner of the earth, from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, from the yes, northeast, from the, from the southeast, from the, from, the, from the northeast, from the southeast, from the northeast. Yes, Father, give you glory to every corner of this world. Let the prosperity and your favor be up. I speak new cars. I speak new houses. I speak in Jesus' name. We decree and we declare that we shall live in a place that show forth your glory. Yes, Father, I know what the doctor may have declared that we may have, but I bind it and send it back to the pits of hell where it came from right now in Jesus' name. And for this we give you glory. For this we give you honor. And it shall be done, and it shall be manifested in Jesus' name. We are no longer entangled, but we are set free. Yeah. And we thank you for this right now in Jesus' name. Thank God and amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good night, everyone. Good night. A little longer, brother. There's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Uh, it's all about God. Amen. It's all about God. Yes, yes Lord. Amen. Have your wake up.